Hey, hey, my name is Kirsten Galfan, and I'm so glad you're here. We'll be chatting and getting pumped up about how to make your life better and healthier, and sometimes easier and more fun too, right? I get to coach and train people like you almost every day, and we bring the fun, accountability, and results to where you're at right now. We'll be here weekly with a fun and crazy mix of inspiration and application, incredible guests, and your quick Friday victory lap. You are here at the Making Changes You Love to Live With podcast. Yay! I have my favorite people with me back Uh. on the podcast. It is so fun. It's so fun to be here. You know, I woke up this morning. It's sort of gray here in Pennsylvania. I don't know what it's like mm-hmm. in Michigan. And we're in this. Super cold. <laughs> it's, it's cold. It's yeah. super cold. Yeah. Well, we're in this like we're in this pending. A nice storm is coming uh, in the next uh-huh. like day or so. So, you know, I'm out there like picking up things off the grass because everything was melted. What can I pick up sticks and Christmas decorations and all the things right? Clean. I'm in a cleanup yeah. mode outside, but it's yeah. kind of gray and dreary. But I just said to myself, you know, the the best carrot I have to start my day is that I get time with you. So I was excited. <laughs> well, good. Thank you. It's so funny that you say that, like, that you're like, okay, how can I make this better outside and things like that? Um, yeah. Even though it's cold here, Ethan was like, I need to take these Christmas lights that are still uptown. And I was like, right. okay, go for it. So right. that's how he started his day as well. So that's, that's funny. Awesome. <laughs> that's funny. Um, It's interesting because like in my spirit right now, I'm thinking of like almost because we're going to talk about schedule today and that our schedule can be something we look forward to and enjoy. Does that align with? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And I feel like this time of year, I think of you know, spring and awakening. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I would like to hear all your tips and tricks about schedule, (laughs) but we can go into different facets of it, but let's just start here. Um, Do you, so this is a weird place to start, but I'm just curious. So I (laughs) I know you're, I know you're so good at this, but do you ever have times where your schedule gets like out of control in the way that you're like, I am literally not looking forward or not feeling the vibes of any of this stuff. Yes. Like, has this happened to you? Talk to us about it. And like, not this we week. what do you it? mean? Has it happened to me? Of course <laughs> it happened. This week it happened. Yes, okay. absolutely. You know, it's funny because sometimes, um, uh, you know, there's this concept of don't move faster than you can feel. Well, mm-hmm. the last two weeks I was definitely moving faster than I could feel. I was light years ahead, doing stuff, producing stuff, doing what my schedule told me I was to do. Mm-hmm. And I knew I was out of socket. I knew it. In fact, I did two different interviews. Um, one was a podcast type thing and one was even TV. And I was like, wow, am I, am I in my zone right now? I am not. What is going on? I felt it then. I was thinking, Uh okay, this is an issue. I got to this week and I felt as if I was crawling into the week. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, this is not my best. What is happening here? So I I started to reassess and you know what I realized? It was so much energy out, Mm -hmm. so much energy out. And I kept thinking, I still have a full week of energy out. How am I getting, what, what am I doing with this? And so absolutely just last week, this happened. And so this week I said to myself, okay, I have a choice. I 
I can look at my week and say, what is absolutely necessary here? Mm-hmm. I need to take the time, which is really tricky for an overachiever, type A, quick start, you know, person that just says, oh no, we keep rolling, we keep going. Yeah. Um, but the responses that I got from the two people that I asked, is it okay if we postpone this to next week? Yeah. And I simply said, you know, I'm realizing that I'm out of socket and I need to realign and I need to re-energize myself, but I know that starts here inside and and outputting is not going to be my answer. And that, like I said, the reception that I received from them was beautiful. And it was also a gift to them to recognize that this is something we need to do. So all that to be totally transparent, your question was, has it happened? Oh yeah, (laughs) all the time. Oh, there's so many nuggets in there. There's so many good things. Okay. I loved, I don't want to breeze past this because I want to fully understand. And I've heard you say this once before, but it's just really bringing resonating in my head right now. Don't move faster than you can feel. So I think I got an idea of when you were moving faster than you can feel like you feel like out of sorts, not in alignment, not quite like in your sweet spot. Right. 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 So what, or how can we no, I'm like one of these people. Am I doing it right? Am I doing it right, coach? So like, how can we know? How can we check in and know that we're doing it? We're moving towards alignment. We're, we're, what's the positive version of don't move faster than you can feel move? Like, how do we know that we yeah. are moving in the direction we want? A lot of it is just pausing. I say this mm-hmm. all the time, but it's so yeah. true. If we are willing to just say, um, okay, this is like I said last week, this is not right. I I recognize this doesn't feel right. I'm feeling it in my body. I'm feeling it in what I'm producing. So pause and ask yourself, does this bring me joy? Mm -hmm. And you could mean this meaning the whole week. Mm -hmm. You could mean how you're structuring things. It could be moment by moment on your schedule. Does doing this thing bring me joy? Is it life giving? Mm -hmm. And start to weed out the things that are and aren't. Now, if you've already made a commitment to certain things and you want to right. follow through, maybe yes, yes, and you do yeah. that. But yes, and you make a different choice next time. Mm. That's powerful. Because I kind of get on a hamster wheel sometimes. It's like, I am the type of person who does what I'm committed to do. Yeah. Oh, crap. Well, and that's it. You know what? It's um, if we start taking care of ourselves and start making decisions that are healthy for us, it's going to be better for everyone else. Mm -hmm. Anyway, Uh, Mm -hmm. it it not only allows for room for other people to step up, um, but it also shows other people that that's what's necessary in order for us to live our life. So um, does it bring you joy? Is it life giving? Um, And then the other the other thought is, are you doing this because you've committed to someone already and what's that commitment level and, and what relationship do you have that you can refigure that? Maybe you work a different date. Maybe you don't do it again. Maybe you change the entire structure of what you're about to do because it just feels better to listen from within. The other question is, are you doing this to prove you can? Mm. Sometimes when we look at our schedule, we're doing it because we're proving that this is what it takes to run a business. Mm. Or we're doing it to prove, yeah, I can definitely, you know, coordinate that or facilitate that workshop or coordinate that event for you. I can do it. I can. Yeah. But is that, but is, is proving that you can or proving that you should by putting it on your schedule, bringing you joy and is it life-giving and is it really giving you the results that you want? 
So yeah. that power of the pause to be able to ask those kinds of questions, those kinds of questions. Is, yeah. is essential. It's, it's a good one. Yeah. And I want to like give you high tens and high fives um, for leading from the front when you asked, you mentioned um, earlier that you asked like a couple of people, can we reschedule this? Can we tweak this? And it ended up being a huge blessing for them too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's like vulner- vulnerable because that last question, like, am I doing this to prove that I can? Right. <laughs> right. So this is you saying like, you know, it might feel good in the moment just to prove to yourself that you can just for the sake of doing that, but look at the blessing that came out of it for the other person mm-hmm. and for you and yeah, like that is really yeah. cool. And it's beautiful, Kirsten, because essentially what's happening is we put this imaginary to-do list out there. Mm-hmm. It's only, it's imaginary. We did this. I have mine right here and look, it's got sticky notes, yeah. but I, I made this. I yeah. can throw this away and no one yeah. else will know the difference of what I'm to do. Right? Right, right. So it's, it's this imaginary thing out there that all of a sudden we're like, well, we yeah. must do things, you know? <laughs> And, and, um, you know, of course it feels You're good speaking to my language, girl, <laughs> of course it feels good to check things off. And of yeah. course it feels good to be organized. But at the end of the day, when we become a slave to our schedule or a slave to our to-do mm. list, we're not allowing for possibility. And this is something I've been mm. working on in the last year. When a client cancels on me, I have it in my clause somewhere in a contract that they signed or something that says, you know, I will charge you if it's within 24 hours, unless it's an emergency. <laughs> each time when somebody does that, which has only happened less than five times, yeah. um, but I'll check my body compass and it's jumping for joy. It's yeah. like, Oh, a free hour yeah. we schedule with them. Another time. It's not a yeah. big deal. There's no need to hold tight to things. Yeah. And, and when we open that space, it allows for possibility. Yeah. It allows for creativity. It allows us to improv. Oh, yeah. No problem. You're going to be late. Well, then I can do X, Y or, oh, yeah. we're going to cancel. Okay, great. Well, and, you know, it allows you to be in that day versus uh-huh. plan six days ahead to the point where no room for movement or mm-hmm. what's calling you or what feels good or just the fun in life mm-hmm. that comes up. Yeah. So it's a blessing. It really is a blessing as they say in Christmas vacation. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Okay. So let's go from that point. So I'm sitting here, coach me on this. Okay. Okay. So this has happened to me before. I don't feel it in this moment because I feel like very alive of what we're doing right now. And I'm just like present with it. But there's times when I realize like I'm overscheduled. And I don't have the fun, the spaces for possibility to happen. Uh, How can we be diligent yet not uh, Mm -hmm. too structured? Because then that to me like takes away from it, but like making sure we're putting fun on our schedule or do you think we should put fun on our schedule or how does that work for you? Well, there were a lot of questions in there. I know <laughs> it gives you possibility and opportunity to pick one that feels yes, right. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, okay. So let's start with the: Do I think you should schedule fun? Yes. Does it bring you joy to schedule fun? 
Not really, but I want to have fun. I want there to be space for fun. Okay. Well, and also given a current season where maybe your schedule is tighter because of kids or your business or whatever, maybe the structure of scheduling it feels, um, it could feel freeing because at least, you know, you've, you've protected some time. Okay. Essentially what, what I look like to look at is instead of your merit, your, your life taking you, um, as fast as it can, you're taking the reins of it and you're saying, okay, I want to at least have the reins of what's going on. So I want to feel like I'm a little more in control of this. So with that said, if I say I can't seem to find fun, scheduling, it may be my only option now. That's a first step. That's a turtle step to saying, okay, I'm going to make sure that on Friday afternoon, I'm going to do something. The mm-hmm. cool thing is, I don't know what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to schedule it. I may do this, that, another thing. I may create a big jar with fun things I like to do and I'll pick one out and go do it. Right. So there's a little bit of freedom in that, even though there's still a little structure. Mm, I see. Um, So if that makes sense. Um, But I do think that moment to moment we can make choices because something fun could be creating a really cool program for work. Yeah. Something fun could be, um, you know, making a beautiful chore chart for our family, but you're having fun doing it and you're making it creative and colors and columns and interesting. And you're getting creative. Something fun could be creating a really fun date night for you and your husband. Mm -hmm. And so you're just, it doesn't mean that you're actually off at a concert in Tahiti. It might mean that you're just like, whatever it is, you're, you're infusing the feeling state of fun in what you're Mm -hmm. doing and allowing yourself more freedom in that. That is so good, Beth. (laughs) so good because okay I'm just gonna tell you a real quick story okay that I was having like way too many thoughts about okay so the other I don't know last week we had Ethan and I had a date night scheduled and as you know with little kids it's a thing yeah to schedule a date night right and so I usually like to go do something right and I'm also thinking of like Ethan's preferences because this is for him too (laughs) It's not the Kirsten show. Um, so, and so I was like, okay, I, I do want to go out. Like my initial reaction was like, let's go out and do something. And then my in-laws were taking care of the kids at their house. And like three hours before I'm like, you know, what would be really nice is if we stayed in, which is so not my typical, like, this is the fun thing to do is to stay in and like still make it like an experience and everything like that. But to not have to like get ready and getting ready for me is a very low bar, but (laughs) you know, the thing. And so I said, Ethan, and I was feeling guilty about it, honestly, because I'm like, this is not like me. Is this not fun? Am I being boring? And then I was like, you know what we should do? would you want to go pick up food? What's your like favorite place? And like, let him decide that and come back and like, let's just have like this relaxing low key dinner. And it was so good. Like it was what we needed. I needed. Um, so the reason for telling this story is I had so much ah, going on about it. And when I allowed myself to like, say like, no, this is kind of what I want. This is what I'm feeling like in the moment, what reminded me of like letting you have choices in the moment or in within the day. 
was, it felt so freeing to me. Right. And Ethan seemed to be very excited about it too. So I wasn't like, I didn't know. So what could we learn from that? Or is that just like a dumb example of Kirsten? No, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful, (laughs) no, it's a beautiful example. It reminds me of something I heard a long time ago, Kirsten, where if you're listening and picture yourself just jamming with a radio and back in my day, we put it on our shoulder and we walked around and I always had it. I was the girl in the back of the bus with the jam box, right? Like that was it. It was awesome. So picture those kind of a thing, you know, that kind of a jam box and you're playing a song and that particular song might need a little more bass mm. or might need a more little more treble or you know when sometimes when you're in the car and you put it on your speaker you want the bass you want to be in the back you want to feel it from the back of your car right so whatever yes. the song the song brings in order to allow it to have the best of its playing ability, you might have to turn up different dials. And so I think what you just did was you turned up the dial that you needed in that moment. Your song required you to have some quiet time at home, just the two of you that didn't require you to do all the social, the social expectations of getting ready, finding a place, getting there, doing, you already found the babysitting. That's hard enough. Yeah. You said this will be good for us as a couple. This will be good for us as individuals. And you listened to that. You Mm -hmm. turned up that dial. There may, may be another time the day the song calls for turn up the bass and get yourself some hottie shoes and get on out to the dance club that's but you're right. listening to the song of the yeah. day yeah oh. so turning up the dial that needs the attention sometimes that dials your children mm-hmm. sometimes that dials your work so if we look at bigger perspective not just about your mm-hmm. marriage but sometimes yeah. it's your marriage i will there there are times when others can be totally turned down and oh i gotta focus on my husband right now i'm recognizing mm-hmm. that he's feeling on the periphery or you know whatever yeah. that may be so that's just a really you know for me it's a it's a good check-in What dials need to be, you know, tuned in right now. So do you feel like um, you would advise or you can talk about like yourself, your clients, whatever you would check in with your schedule, how regularly, because sometimes I do find there's certain things that have some resistance to get started working out like that or working out is like that for a lot of people to get started. They have some resistance, but they don't regret it. Once they start, there's other things that I notice in my life that might have some resistance, um, to get started. Mm -hmm. And so I, and maybe, maybe we like differ on this, but like I, for those kind of things, to do like have some commitment around them, knowing that it's going to help you like a framework or a commitment is going to help you mm-hmm. for, um, and then to reevaluate, definitely have reevaluation points, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. a lot of times we get stuck in our own head or we get stuck not starting and it's not helping us. It's not helping us kind of you know, step into the magic and beauty that our lives like truly deserve. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, I mean, I love that you've said already in this interview and you said other times to me, hold on loosely, uh-huh. like that is powerful for me. Mm-hmm. So how can we hold on loosely or like, how can we 
begin or take the next step into scheduling our life in a really powerful, amazing way. Mm-hmm. I think that one really simple thing is to, you know, even just looking at your to-do list or your schedule and, mm-hmm. and writing it out or having it in front of you and looking at all the individual pieces, but then literally pulling the pad away from you saying, mm-hmm. mm, okay, what's there? Give it a more of a soft focus. Okay. So for me, if I have a soft focus, I'll be like, huh, what, what stands out at me? Oh, I wanted to start a book club around that. Oh, interesting. Okay. Maybe that's important. Whatever it is. I don't even know. I'm looking at yeah, my feet. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> creating, creating that soft focus allows okay. us distance from the thing and us. And it allows us to, to prioritize in a different way. It allows us to check in with our body. It allows okay. us that pause and allows us to say, all right, what's really important here? And we're going to get those things done. You've seen the, the, the example of, um, you know, the vase with the big rocks and the little rocks. And if you put all the little rocks in first, you can't even fit the big rock in. But if you do, right. you know, so it's about prioritizing. So keeping that soft focus. So if somebody were to come up to you right now today and say, what's your intention for the day? What do you, what do you want to do for your day? Yeah. You have this overall soft yeah. focus And then, yeah, there are 28,000 things you could actually do to do that. But how do I keep that soft focus of what my intention for the day is by doing what I think I need to do in this moment? Mm -hmm. And I recognize that if you're looking at your schedule right now and it's every color filled completely smushed together, you might feel a little bit anxious about this kind of conversation because it's not easy to moment to moment, decide what feels good in the wind. I I understand that feels very extreme. (laughs) It only starts with little, little spaces. Can you buffer? Can you give yourself 15 minutes in between each meeting that you have? Can you, um, can you take a walk? You know what I like to do sometimes when I'm just really like meeting to meeting, I'll start writing with crayons. (laughs) So whatever you can do to shift shift perspective or, or, you know, yeah, because I, I also I, I am kind of tight to my schedule. So I uh-huh. need these little things in my pocket to allow me the shift, get mm-hmm. up and go take a you know 10 minute walk. It doesn't even have to be a 30 minute walk. Mm-hmm. Just get outside, throw the ball yeah. with the dog, anything yeah. that allows you to remember, pull back, friend, allow yeah. yourself like when you back to that horse analogy, don't tighten your reins so much. Your horse is dying and you are feeling all the tension. Let, let loose and allow it to just gently be. And then when you start making choices, use that as your feeling state, use that as how you want to move forward. Use that as your buffer, use that as this is what I want more of. It brings me joy. And then you'll start to see your schedule, create a little more room for yourself. You'll start to notice that creativity creeping in. You'll start once you commit to it and commit Mm -hmm. to that feeling state as being more a part of your schedule. Yeah, that's really good. Like using creativity. I like the crayon idea. I hadn't thought of that. Also, I mean, like you said, the little moments, like getting outside and pulling back. I love all those things. And I'm thinking of your first story Um, of how you really empowered the other individuals by what you led from the front in a, you know, could be vulnerable way, depending on. Um, 
And I just think like being creative, like maybe that other person, like there's something about walking. There's like physiological things about walking. Like maybe you could have a walking meeting. Yes. Walk and talk. Yeah. And I think like when there's like some science around crossing over in like walking, that it is just so powerful and you'd be surprised at how it could be a blessing for both you and the other person. If you were brave and say like, Hey, I know we usually do this for our meeting today. Do you want to, or this week, do you want to try? Oh, you know, walk and talk like you just said. So that's awesome. I love that creativity. I, and essentially you're just taking the instructions for how things are supposed to look off and Mm. saying, okay, what is, what could this look like? You know, in the morning you could be thinking, I need to relax more. I need to relieve my tension. I want to have some more fun. Okay. Yeah. I, have a, I have a busy schedule. I can choose to bag it, barter it or better it. We've talked about yeah. this. Yeah. I can bag it by getting completely rid of it. I can barter it. Well, that doesn't make sense with the schedule, but bettering it, I could walk and talk. I could mm-hmm. say, why don't you and I, you know, why don't we hike in the mountain um, mm-hmm. and get a really cool perspective? Why don't we, you know, whatever makes yeah. it more fun and relaxing that day. And then there are other days you wake up and you're ready and you're on it and you're honed in. Great. Yeah. Go with that. Again, yeah. it's about listening to the song of the day mm-hmm. or the moment and trying to make what's best in that space work for you. Like that just like makes me settled in my spirit hearing you say these words. Um Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. I know that people listening are going to be like, oh yeah, Kirsten and Beth, fancy for you to say (laughs) you're entrepreneurs. You're this, you're that. Like, um, no, they're not saying it like that, but (laughs) for those of us, and I know I've done this, I've been an entrepreneur for, for a long time now, basically my entire career. Um, and there are times where I get like in, in my head, even though I know this is not true, I think I cannot, like, this is my restriction. So talk to us about people who have like a little bit more strict schedules. Like they work for another company. They work for someone else. Um, they feel like they're at the whim. This has happened to me before at the, of their kids. And that doesn't feel like a very, it feels like a very reactive <laughs> place to be. Um, so talk to us if we're feeling like I don't have those kind of choices. What would you say to someone? If somebody, if somebody said, I don't have those kinds of choices. Mm-hmm. Immediately, I would want to say, are you sure? Mm. And again, if the people listening or saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are entrepreneurs. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what I am. It doesn't matter what you are. What, what are you as a listener? Like who, whoever's listening to this, who are you and why don't you have a choice? Mm. Because I feel like if you've chosen a job that gives you a lot of structure with very Mm -hmm. little freedom and creativity, is that in alignment with who you are? Right. If it is, and you're listening to this because you wanted a better schedule, well, then you've got to create your better schedule. Mm. So that could be 
figuring it out within the constructs of what your work is asking. It could be some little things that you could do to brighten your day to use. I always use purple pens when I had to work behind a desk nice. <laughs> and bright sticky notes. And I was always a social coordinator of everything. <laughs> you know, so sure, there are ways that you can make that environment better. But I guess I would ask the deeper question of, are you bettering it to cover it? Or are you bettering it? Mm. Or do you need to better it by making some harder choices? Mm. So I would dig deeper to understand what kind of freedom in your schedule are you looking for? Mm. And, um, you know, what's stopping you? That's good. Whether it's work or if it's kids or, you know, you can, you have a choice to create it. Mm-hmm. It's just how much of a pain point is it to be in a schedule that creates suffering? Like, is it enough that you're done and you got to make a change mm. or is it, eh, I'm figuring it out. I'm just kind of miserable and I'm going to choose to stay in that comfort of misery. Mm. Yikes. Wow. That is powerful. That <laughs> is powerful, but true, right? There's been times in my life and this sounds so weird looking back, but it had to get to the point of being like, oh, really bad, whatever really bad was in that situation for me to be like, nope, we got to excavate what's happening here. And let's start the building over of kind of seeing like, how can we, it had to get bad before I was willing to make the hard choices or yeah. the whatever to make it better. And my last, my last big job, I was in it. yeah, exactly. My last big job, I was in it two days. And after all the training and all that I realized that I was going to do rather than what I thought I was going to do, okay. literally, yeah, I was Googling, how do I quit a job I just started? Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> because I thought, I know this isn't going in the right direction. Now I stayed with it for several months. My social self wanted to make it work. I actually worked within the division that my husband, a higher, higher, higher up supervises. So I thought, I got to be careful here. I want to be thoughtful. But at the end of the day, it just was in complete misalignment with who I was as a person. So I heard that. I knew that the second day of work. And, you know, I stuck with it. And uh, the more I got some coaching and the more that I, you know, um, really sat with it. I knew, I knew it was just, how was I going to make the choice? And I was afraid and the finances, the security that it gave me was, was really, um, uh, important to me. And it was something that I didn't want to let go of. And I had lots of stories about what that would look like if I, if I stopped doing that. And so I, I pursued for a while. And the freedom that I felt when I knew that I wasn't going to be doing that anymore was lovely. The people were lovely. The space was lovely. All about it was good. It just wasn't the right fit for me. Mm -hmm. And I had a choice and I made a choice and I couldn't be happier with what I'm doing now. I couldn't be happier um, with, you know, with with how much more uh, in alignment that I am of following my true, um, you know, the intuition uh, of who I'm meant to be. And it's helping people to find their song. It's helping people to listen to that song and be willing to make some hard choices that, that allow you to play it loud and clear for all the world to hear. <laughs> love it. You're <laughs> rhyming over there. I love it. So good. Play it loud and clear for all the world to hear. Is that what you said? 
Yeah, it's true. Because we all need more of that, don't we? Wouldn't it be amazing Mm -hmm. if we all, if if we said yes more often and did the things that were in alignment with our heart in our Mm -hmm. true sense? Because when we have a bunch of people firing in that way and bringing their light in a way to this world that is at their best, Mm -hmm. huh? Yeah. I mean, all of a sudden I just see light and glowing. Like I literally all of a sudden zoned out. I see the earth with this beautiful glow Mm -hmm. around it. Yeah. You know, when we're all at our best. So if we can just make it's and it's about one degree turns, mm-hmm. we've talked about this before on other podcasts, but it's about making one degree turns at a time. You may not be able to, you may not be in a situation where you can make a very quick decision. You may not be able to excavate in this moment, but yeah. what are the one degree turns you can make that mm-hmm. at least gets you going in the right direction so that eventually you're on course and you're doing more, you're incorporating more of your true mm-hmm. self into your life and into your schedule. Yeah. And I feel like the one degree turns feels like it's not, you know, when you knew you had to quit that job, right. Um, that was like a, a big move for you. You had like lots of things to figure out. Right. Pieces, yeah. And so, yeah. So with the one degree turns, what's kind of cool about that, that I'm just like thinking about is you can try this one degree turn and then you get, you get a read on that one degree turn. Mm-hmm. And so you don't have to do what I sometimes do. 180. Yeah. <laughs> 180. Right. <laughs> and it's um, a little piece of trial and error. And I think yeah. that, you know, Julia Cameron does the artist's way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's, you know, intensive writing for 30 minutes every morning. It's a beautiful exercise if you're willing to put the time in. But part of her assignment is an artist date. She recognizes that if you're blocked, you got to go out and get creative. You got to mm-hmm. go out and be stimulated in that way. And I think that, you know, taking my job, for instance, I was blocked and I knew it. And my salvage, my my place where I knew that I was going to find security was in creativity. So mm-hmm. I took some improv classes mm-hmm. and I told a story in front of a million, not a million people, it was probably 40, but felt like a lot of people <laughs> in this theater. And, and honestly, that's where the Grounded Canary was born mm-hmm. because I chose to tell okay. a story about my heart in Romania with the gypsies. I didn't even know when I told that story that it was going to end up being my ticket to my next career Mm. and my business name, but I was choosing to get creative outside because sometimes we can't see the, um, the, the solution when we're right in here with our block space, we need to go out and get creative and it could be a nature walk. It could be the Arboretum here at Penn state. It could be anything that allows you to think beyond where you are. That may be the exact key that helps you to get where you need to go right on the other side. Awesome. Yeah. Um, well, that is just so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here yeah. today. Can you, I know that you're, you have some amazing tools that I think are powerful to have, um, to walk people that you can walk people through, mm-hmm. um, that, I mean, you could do either like a one-off call. Do you allow those? Yeah. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Um, like a one-off to just try down for size, like a 1% degree change. Um, and you know, get some support and help. Like I am just on this like quest right now for everyone to 
yes, like step, like you were talking about earlier, the glow of the world of what could happen if we were doing things that made us feel alive in all the right ways. Right. And if we had more people doing that of like completely being their authentic, like be themselves, but you know, bigger and braver. Um, so tell us how we could work with you or follow you. And I just encourage people. The quest is this. I never got to the quest. The quest is let's do more things that support ourselves and others. Yeah. Like what would be supportive? You know what? It would be supportive to be like, you know what? I'm going to invest in myself and, you know, try a couple tools that Beth has. Like I'm going to invest an hour of my time and some money and some energy. Right. And you never know if that could be the catalyst of, like you said, like you had no indication that standing up in front of those 40 people and telling that story was going to be the catalyst of your next career, your Mm -hmm. business name. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just want to encourage us all to like be brave with support of ourselves and others. And if you do get stuck up in your own head, support is one thing. And then the other thing I've been talking about, it was tip number one in loving your workouts more was forward facing. And you can apply this to anything. It does not have to be a workout, but you can apply it to workouts. And when I get stuck up in my own head of like, Ooh, am I doing this good enough? Or like, da, 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 like I am not forward facing. I'm not looking at the person in front of me. I'm the people in front of me. I'm not looking at what's in front of me. I'm just like getting all like, you know, restricted and like taking back rather than like forward facing and open and being like, what's in front of me, mm-hmm. who's in front of me. Let's focus on that. And as soon as I focus on that, all this other stuff works itself out. Yeah, absolutely. So how can we, um, give ourselves some support and reach out to you or follow you? Well, well, I have two thoughts on this real quick. <laughs> You yeah. just you just said something to me that reminded me of something Brene Brown says in her new book Atlas of the Heart, and she talks about the importance of swimming and how mm-hmm. it is a it is a part of her day. It is her reflective time. It is her me time. It is her um, physical time. It is a time for her to just have her own meditation. Mm-hmm. So she jumps in that pool. She starts swimming. When she notices the person beside her that might have better form, or she notices a person beside her that might be a little faster, she starts running into the the floaties on her lane, right? And she loses track. In fact, one time she said by trying to keep up with someone else, she actually really hurt herself and took her Uh out of this. The whole while, the whole point of what she was doing was creating a space for herself, something that she recognizes that was such a life-giving thing. The moment she looked elsewhere and other things and the way other people are doing, it ruined that space for her. So when you talked about that, Kirsten, it reminded me that we just need to stay focused on what's our best. You can't be behind in your own path. And when you recognize that something is good for you, stay in it. 
Don't look around what's good for other people. It doesn't matter what's good for other people. You can get ideas from them, but what matters is for you. And so with my coaching, that's what I talk a lot about. What is true to you? What? And I ask a lot of questions that help people really hone in on their best life, their essential self, their purpose, so that we can help get unstuck or we can move forward or we can take that next step, um, really understanding that space. So if people want to work with me, um, I do one-on-one coaching uh, all the time and love it. And I think the, the cool thing is, um, you know, I'm the window and they're the light. And if I can just create a space for people to either be held accountable, sort through some painful thoughts, question some of their thinking um, in a loving way, uh, or just help them create a plan, a loosely defined feeling (laughs) fueled plan that says, this is where I'm going. You know, then they can cultivate that. And the more that they learn those tools themselves, they can fly on their own, listening to their Mm -hmm. own song, you know, and that's really what I do. So if people want to reach out to me, I have a a website. It's thegroundedcanary.com. On there, you can also email me directly. I do offer three for 30 minute, uh, no, a free 30 minute session. And that just allows people like maybe they heard something today and they want to dig a little deeper or they want to just ask about what life coaching is. What does it look like to have a session with me? We can talk a little bit and just get a feel. Am I the right fit? If not, I can refer you on my, you know, I'm with you, Kirsten. I just want people to find their glow and Mm -hmm. find what it is that makes them shine. So the world, you know, is just benefiting from that beauty. And so whatever that means, however it happens, I'm here to be uh, at their side helping. Oh, so good. So good. Did you have anything else that you were like, I really wanted to say, or like, I want to leave the listener with this. Anything else that we didn't touch on? I think that, um, something that I've been trying to do myself is just give myself grace. Mm. So I encourage anyone listening, just give yourself grace. Yeah. Kirsten, I say to you, give yourself grace yeah. to Thank Beth, you. give myself grace. Yeah. You know, because when we look at our day and what we want to accomplish or when we go to sleep at night, I mean, I've had too many nights where I have withered into bed and thought, gosh, I have so much more to do. I didn't get it all done today. Mm-hmm. And after a lifetime of that thinking, it's exhausting. And so we have to give ourselves grace and also know that every new day, what was it? Um, I read something yesterday that yesterday was invented for a reason or tomorrow was invented for a reason. Tomorrow Mm -hmm. was invented for a reason. And the point is there's tomorrow, you know? And so just giving yourself that grace and Mm -hmm. enjoying the moment, I think is, uh, is, is really essential to loving the day that's before you. Oh God, I feel so empowered and open and freedom. Like, oh, we are doing it. You are doing it. And when you said, it was interesting because when you just said, Kirsten, give yourself grace. I thought, oh, that's nice. I, I like that. I was like trying to receive that. And then something happened that this is so interesting to me. When you said, Beth, gave yourself grace. Like I embodied how powerful and for me how much of a challenge sometimes to say like Kirsten give yourself grace so when you said Beth give yourself grace it felt different to me in my body like I got chills from that and you would think that I would get chills from you saying Kirsten because you were looking at me and sincerely saying Kirsten give yourself grace um so I want everyone to use their own name 
and say like, Beth, give yourself grace, like use your own name and do it. Cause I think at least for me in this moment, that felt like very powerful and awesome. And I think that's a beautiful, awesome place to leave our listeners with. And, um, thank you for being here. Yeah. Making changes podcast. And I just want, I usually don't do this, but I know you're like, I'll roll with it, Kirsten. (laughs) So if you are not subscribed, like subscribe on wherever you listen. So you don't miss some of these magical episodes that come out. Right. So Beth, look back in the episodes because you have two other episodes that were most listened to Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you're on like a couple of the round tables I had as well. So these are powerful and you're going to get different things. I want to say each time you listen to it. So if you really love this, write this down in your phone or on a post-it note with your computer, which episode this was and come back and listen to it a month later. Cause I promise you, you'll hear something else. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. In yeah. each moment, it depends on what you're ready to hear. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, thank you, Beth. You're thank you. Good. This is fun. The grounded, canary. the grounded <laughs> canary is where you can find her. Um, live fitness inspired is where you can find me. We're so happy to be here. Yeah. Make it a good day. Make some choices that align with who you are. Enjoy. Yes. Awesome. (laughs) See you later. See ya. Oh yeah, you did it. This has been another episode of the making changes you love to live with podcasts. I think, you know, already that I love, love, love helping people just like you become stronger, brighter, bolder versions of yourself. I see something in you that maybe you don't even see yet, okay? So I just want you to like soak that in and receive it. Be like, yes, yes, she's talking to me. I can't wait to warm up with you with a little Fitness Inspired Warm Up on Friday to get your blood pumping and do a victory lap on your week. Let's finish with this amazing song by Kaylee Joy and the intro song is her amazing work as well. So, woo woo, let's do this thing. I love the sentiment of this song and I hope you enjoy it too. Again, thank you for being here. You listening, you sharing your story, being a part of this community, sharing episodes with friends, sharing this podcast with friends. It just makes a world of difference and allows this to happen. So get it, get it, have a great day and enjoy the song. I woke up in the new beginning I'm look for was today. Yeah, I woke up in the new beginning I dreamed of was today.
I messed up But it turns out that you wanted me anyway